listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. Hosted by high-stakes headhunter, author, and professional speaker, Scott Love. This is the Rainmaking Podcast, and my name is Scott Love. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on the show. So imagine that your livelihood, your income, depends on you having to sell work to prospective clients. But you don't want to, and you don't feel like it. And you'd rather be doing something else. So you don't do it. And what happens? You don't grow your practice. You have to do this. But it's not your thing. It's not something you'd rather do. So we're going to answer that question. How do you make rain when it isn't a natural strength? We're going to answer that question with our guest today. Her name is Yulia LaRoe. Now, Yulia is probably one of the more highly credentialed coaches in the world of business, specifically business development. She's also a graduate of USC School of Law. So she's got some very good credentials. She's very smart. She's got some fantastic ideas that I think are going to help you today. And make sure that you go to the show notes and connect with her. We put all of her contact information on there. We also have a business development diagnostic tool. She's going to talk about this on the show. We have a link where you can download that directly. When you're done listening to this, go to the show notes and make sure you do that and connect with her. And thanks for listening. You have made this a top 3% podcast. Thank you so much for that. I always am looking for new guests. If you have authors, other experts that you think would be fantastic on here, let me know. And as always, if you have a minute, go to Apple Podcasts and write a nice five-star review. If there's any sort of guest that we've had on here that said something specifically that helped you, make sure you mention that guest. I know that guest would certainly appreciate that also. As always, this show is sponsored by Leopard Solutions Legal Intelligence Suite of Products, Firmscape, and Leopard BI. Push ahead of the pack with the power of Leopard. And without further ado, here is Yulia LaRoe talking about making rain when it's not a natural strain. Hey, this is Scott Love. Thanks for joining me on the Rainmaking Podcast. Today, our guest is Yulia LaRoe, and we're talking about how to make rain when it isn't a natural strength. Yulia, thanks for joining me on the show today. My pleasure to be here, Scott. Now, this is something that a lot of people, when they hear this topic title, how to make rain when it isn't a strength, they're, they're going to be saying, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm not a swashbuckling rainmaker. And some people, they might try to overcome it. They might try to just give up and say, I'll always be a service partner. I guess I'm never going to make it happen. What would be the first words of encouragement you would give to people that are in that category right now? Oh, absolutely. And so, so many professionals within the professional services industry are, you know, fall within sort of that category, myself included, mm. right? I don't have marketing or business development or sales background. I was a lawyer. I practiced for almost a decade at a large firm thinking that all this BD stuff is yucky and it's not for me, right? I didn't go to law school to do that. Right. But as you progress within your career, you realize, right? okay, if I want to get to the top, business development is something that I have to develop. Now, how do I do that? You look to the left, you see a, a successful rainmaker was in the firm and you go, well, that's not me. I'm not like that. What do I do? Right? Or you look to the right and you say, gosh, there are all these things that you I could be doing. So I'm trying to do them, but I'm getting overwhelmed and getting nowhere. And right. so one thing as I want to sort of, that, that's been the, the biggest realization is that Yes, there are people to whom this comes intuitively, but we can't look to them to learn because they can't tell us how they do it. What do you mean by that exactly? 
Right. So if someone has sort of a natural knack for relationship building, right, or, or sales, they can't always explain to you their sort of innate process. They just do it, right? They do it. They see opportunities that just kind of make sense to them. Now, for the rest of us, we need a process. We need a system, right? We need something that we can kind of almost in a schematic way map out. So then we know here are the different sort of plays we have to make in order for the whole thing to come together, which, you know, for me, that sort of was the moment of, of enlightenment, right? So to speak. And part of the reason why we've developed the system, we have a, a seven-figure business development framework. And, you know, that's exactly the framework that I take all of my clients. I work primarily with uh, law firm partners on business development and taking step by step by step and helping them personalize the framework so it applies to their practice to their goals and ultimately to what they want to accomplish. Well, I think that's great. And I can totally understand what you say about those people that have that natural inclination to do it. They can't explain it. It's kind of like when I watch these golf video programs on the golf channel, they'll have someone like Rory McIlroy, a very famous golfer. What do you do exactly? Well, I swing this way, I swing that way, and the ball goes 350 yards. Oh, that's that's exactly what I don't need to learn how to do it. So I like the fact that you go deep on this. And let me ask you this question then, for those people that see themselves and they say, that's me, I just, can I even do this? What are some case studies, not mentioning names, of course, but tell me about some stories of people that you've worked with that have been in that category, that have been successful in building their books of business. Yeah. Oh, that's that's my my favorite thing to do is tell stories about my clients. So one of my favorite stories is a partner in litigation practice has been very, just generally very uncomfortable with business development, right? And that was sort of the biggest blockage for her. She knew this, right? We've had conversations about it, but she said, I want to get to equity. And in Mm -hmm. most firms, right, you know, the sort of the threshold is that million and above. So, you know, at that point, I think her book was about 300 and kind of mm-hmm. just sort of up and down. And really, she was a fantastic, knowledgeable, right? As, as most lawyers that I work with are knowledgeable, in demand, right, at, at her firm, clients loved her. So one of the things that we've worked on, and it was, you know, a big component of it, is helping her understand that it's not about sort of, you know, being natural, right? So understanding what her personality style is, what her natural remaking style is, and then adapting approaches and strategies that fit that personality style. So in her case, we focused very heavily on developing and strengthening relationship with a couple of key contacts that we've identified, which ultimately led to her getting that client that contact as a client. First, it was, I think, around another 100,000 in in annual billings. And just last year, she grew it to a million. Wow, that's great. So, but again, it was how you do that, right? So it's her personality style. She was really uncomfortable being salesy. And so a lot of it was redefining what salesy is and what is not salesy. So if if I may, I want to chat just a little bit of kind of talk a little bit about the framework itself and the various components. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. Okay. So, you know, when we think about business development in general, it's not so much as here's a few things that we do, right? It's a system, but not only that, it's a system 
of several systems that kind of fit together. They work together, they support each other, and ultimately lead to the right outcomes. So the system, uh, the framework that we have, so we start out with the first system, which is your pipeline system, right? Mm -hmm. So the main focus there is to identify prospects, right? Potential clients who might be actual contacts, individuals that will lead to business. And the main goal here for any professional is to make that pipeline self-generative, right? And what does that mean when you say that? Self-generative meaning. So in the beginning, there's a lot of effort and time and energy we have to put in into generating these leads, right? These, Mm -hmm. those opportunities, these contacts, eventually your pipeline starts to fill itself. Referrals, you're known in the industry, right. you know, through a variety of other things, it becomes sort of the flow, the inflow is much more natural and easier. So you don't have to put in so much effort. So, and that's one of the things that I want to say is, you know, I think it's an encouraging thought is that yes, there's a lot of work up front, but if you do that work up front, your system, right? The system that you create will work for you. Great. That's great. That makes sense. Yeah. And what are some other parts of this? Yeah. So the second system is your nurture system. Okay. Let's say, great. You've got these contacts, right? You identify them. Now what? Well, it's all about building and strengthening relationships with these contacts because a lot of the times, you know, uh, lawyers think, well, you know, networking, great. I met this contact, this great GC. Now what? Well, they know what I do. They'll, you know, they'll call me, they'll reach out. They won't, right? Mm -hmm. We need strengthening a relationship. We need that connection. We need to be front and center when, you know, when the opportunity arises and people think of us. And the main focus here is to, you know, stay kind of connected with your, with your contacts and develop that know, like, and trust factor. The third system is your playmaker system. So when we think about sports, right, especially team sports, who's a playmaker? A playmaker is an athlete who is, you know, kind of creating, leading offense or setting things up or bringing other players into position to score. So when I think about playmaker and business development, it's, you know, it's all the things that we can do in order to create these plays for ourselves or even for others when it comes to cross-selling. And what are some examples of that from people you've coached? What are some examples of what people have done within this playmaker system? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in in many ways, you can think of it as sort of your marketing system, right? So there's a variety of different things you can do. You can position yourself as a go-to expert through writing or speaking, but it is about positioning yourself so that it ultimately leads to the outcomes or the type of work you want to get or becoming known for a particular reason, right? And it doesn't mean you have to do it all. You don't have to be everywhere in social media. You don't have to be speaking at every conference, right? You don't have to go to every networking event. You want to be very strategic and ultimately always think about what is the you know, concrete goal or outcome. Right. Okay. So then the fourth system is your winning conversations. And purposefully, it's not called winning pitch, right? Because I think there's a lot of misconception about what these conversations are about. When we say a pitch, right? Or mastering the ask or sales Mm -hmm. conversations for a lot of my clients, for a lot of lawyers I work with, it immediately conjures up images of being in the parking lot, right? (laughs) Selling a used car. It just, there's so much (laughs) discomfort around it. But I also think that, you know, they're onto something. You think about sort of the traditional, the stereotypical approach of pitching your sales, it's sort of one-sided, right? It's like, I'm coming in and I'm just shoving something down your throat and I need you to 
buy it. It's it's sort of self-focused. Whereas winning conversations, it's either a conversation or a whole series of conversations that are ultimately focused on you helping your client or your prospect find the right solution. Right. Not to sell what you got, but to help them figure out what is it that would actually support them. And so it's a much more collaborative conversation rather than one-sided. Let me ask you this. You mentioned about one of your, kind of going back to what you mentioned about one of your clients felt uncomfortable being salesy. Why do you think many lawyers feel this way? Is it something related to their nature, to how they've been taught in law school? Is it just a perception that people have about sales? Is it the past history of law and selling? What do you think? Yes, super, super important question, Scott. And let me get to it in just a minute because okay, there yeah. are three elements and one of them will address this. Oh, good. Okay, good. That, yeah. Okay, that great. Point. So the final system, so we kind of talk about the initial you know, systems of our you know, steps of the business development framework. The final one is the follow-up system, right? Mm-hmm. So you've had your conversation with a prospect and now what? You know, if you set it up right, your follow-up is going to be very simple and short. But there are times when we have to engage in follow-up. And so oftentimes I get questions like, well, how do I follow up? How often, right? When do I follow up? What do I say? Because again, people, I don't want to be a pest. And so the way you set up the process is really going to, you know, ensure how that relationship develops going forward. And there's a difference between nurture and follow-up, right? They're not the same process, the same system. Interesting. And, And what's the difference then between that? Yeah. So with nurture, your main focus is strengthening that relationship. With follow-up, you're helping your client make a decision as it relates to a specific opportunity. Nurture, you don't have to have any opportunities on the table. Follow-up, there has to be an opportunity that you've, you know, you have been considered, right? Or you've had a conversation about, and there's a there's a, a time sort of a component, right? You follow up only lasts so much. You can't be following up, uh, you know, forever. At some point, you have to convert that follow up back into nurture. So it's sort of, you know, mm-hmm. that loop keeps keeps kind of going around. So that's why it's not a one and done. It's kind of a circular, circular process, circular system. That's great. I like yeah. that. That makes sense. Yeah. So okay, the three sort of additional elements, like these mm-hmm. five systems. You know, you can consider them as, as kind of elements or steps of the of the framework. Now, these systems are influenced by three additional and critical elements that kind of just sort of you know, a, a pervasive. Uh, one of them is your rule book. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, we all have rules that we have for ourselves, right? For other people, right? For the world in general, when it comes to developing business. Right? Mm-hmm. It's our mindset, it's our attitude, it's our beliefs that either support us or sabotage our remaking success. And so to your earlier point, why is it so many lawyers kind of don't have that natural comfort? We have these rules, right? right. Their rule book says you don't need to do this. And if you do, you become like those salespeople, right? In quotation marks, which, you know, we've seen movies about sales. They're not portrayed very nicely, right? (laughs) And yet sales or business development is the engine that drives any business. Right. Absolutely. 
And so part of it is really helping people understand what is really holding them back and how accurate these rules, these beliefs, right? These attitudes that they have. And oftentimes that, you know, the challenge was sort of beliefs is that we create them for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And there's usually, even if they're sort of preventing or kind of blocking us in some way, they're still working for us in other ways, right? It's never one or the other. Unfortunately, it's both, right? It's like bad habits. Well, you know, I want to quit smoking. I know it's bad for me, but we're getting something from it, right? Yeah, maybe it's the right. social interaction. Maybe it's the little, you know, a little bit of that uh, sort of uh, relaxation component. So that's the problem with, you know, with some of these beliefs is that, okay, on the one hand, I'll oh, we'll give you an example. Let's say uh, one belief I see a lot is, you know, I don't need to reach out to clients. You know, they know what I do. They'll come to me if I need. I don't want to be a pest. I don't want to bother them. That's that's kind of being a little bit too, you know, aggressive or pushing. Okay. So if you have that, so obviously it's sabotaging your rainmaking success because right. you know the client's not gonna always remember. But how is that supporting you? Well, you you get to be the good guy, right? You get to be someone who is polite and nice and sort of, you know, you you have that framework of of how you want to see yourself, how you want others to see you. But sometimes our beliefs lead us astray. And so you mentioned there were three elements. What are the others? Yeah. So the second piece is your strategy, right? I mean, before we start jumping into building the pipeline and nurturing the contacts, like what's the strategy? What is it that we're trying to create, right? Your strategy is about sort of your vision, right? So what is it that I'm building? And a couple of sort of unique components are your focus, right? So we can talk about focus as far as what your practice is like or particular target market, right? So where are you spending most of your time and your edge? How are you going to stand out from the rest? How are you going to be different? Sort of what is your differentiation differentiation <laughs> factor right. Right. Uh, from your competition, right? So before we jump in into any activities, we got to focus on the strategy. So often, you know, the calls I get or conversations I had is, well, here's a list of all the things I'm doing and they're doing so much and I'm exhausted and no wonder, but it's not working because it's everywhere, right? right. There isn't sort of this focused direction of here is where I ultimately want to land. So my, um, just the way I think about business development and hence the title of the framework, right? Seven figure business development framework is the ultimate goal that most of my clients have is to get to that number. So that's where we want to be. We're going to backtrack, right? As opposed to just sort of try to try to do something in the hopes of arriving that. First, we identify the goal. Then we move, move backwards from it. Well, I like this framework. Let me go over these. And I've got some other questions for you on yeah. it. We've got the pipeline system, yep. the nurture system, the playmaker system, the winning conversation system and the follow-up system. And I like the fact that you call them systems. It's kind of like in the human body, we've got, we've got our circulation system, we've got our nervous system, our limb system, all of it in one body. Exactly. And they all have to work together. And I think that's brilliant. It's it's like this is this is a very good structure. But I think people that number one, they're busy. Number two, it's not their natural way to do things. And number three, it, it really can take the pressure off of not knowing what to do next. I, I like this idea. I like the way you've come up with this, Julia. So let me ask you this. If people were to get started 
on implementing some of these ideas, if you could summarize all this in three action steps for them to get started, taking your ideas and taking action on them, what would those three action steps be? Yeah, that's uh, absolutely. And I, I, you know, I'm, I love ending the conversation with really focusing on what you can do because we can talk about this ad nauseum right. at the end of the day. Right, right. <laughs> Nothing's going <laughs> to happen. All right. So, so what I would suggest is number one is get a sense of where you think you're sort of kind of falling through, right? Or getting stuck, right? Where are your sticking points? And to help folks do that, I created a diagnostic tool. We'll have the link right um, available right. for them to download it. And basically, you know, you'll go through that questionnaire and mark up questions that will kind of help you flag what are the systems or the areas or the elements you may need to look into deeper to really kind of fine tune your system. Because the reality is a lot of professionals already doing a lot of the right things. They're just not coming together in a way that are actually giving them results. So I don't, you know, I don't like thinking of it as sort of, it's, you know, we're starting from zero from scratch. It's how about we take what you've done, right? Take all the good parts, get rid of the junk and really fine tune and focus. So then you actually have a repeatable system, right? So uh, some of the clients I worked with say, you know what? I, I got lucky. I got this big client early on and I thought I was set and then I wasn't. And the problem with that is you can't repeat luck right? It's yeah. not up to you. A system, right. you can't. Absolutely um, right. So that so would be the first one. step. Yep. Good. Step number two is, you know, check out our website and see if you know, the variety of things that we can help with. You, you can, you know, look at uh, sort of success stories of clients that we work with. Uh, there's a ton of, you know, blogs and resources available for anyone who's looking to up-level their business development game. And number three is, get out of the mentality that business development is for select few. It's for everybody. And at the end of the day, if you want it, right, if you want to get to equity partnership, if you want to be in that, you absolutely can. It's not about doing it that one way. It's about applying it, you know, the process and the system to fit your unique personality style, your rainmaking style, right? All of us can be successful. In fact, most of my clients are introverts. They're the opposite of sort of the, you know, bombastic kind of stereotypical (laughs) networkers. And yet they become very successful because they find approaches that work for them. They systemize them and work them, you know, over and over again. That makes sense, Yulia. And tell us about your offerings then. If people want to know more, tell us about what you do and how your services can help them. Yeah, absolutely. So at Leadwise, what we are offering is we work with law firms who retain us to bring us to lead business development programs. One of our most popular and successful programs is called the Rainmasters program, right? So it's focused specifically on partners and it's a 10 months process, but at the end of it, the results that we have uh, that some of our partners achieved in the program, six-figure increases in their book of business, right? Having them, helping them polish up their their process, their system, right? Building that pipeline that many, when they start out with us, simply don't have. They kind of have these disjointed contacts that they don't really know what to do with. Other ways we work with clients is individually, right? So individual partners can approach us and we will work uh, with them individually and coach them through this process. That's great, Yulia. 
Well, this is fantastic. You've got some great ideas. I really admire what you've done here. It makes a lot of sense. I think it's going to help a lot of people. And for everybody listening, make sure to check out check out the show notes where you can go to the link and then also the diagnostic tool. We're going to make sure we put that on there. And Yulia, thank you for being a guest here on the show. I'd love to have you back here in a few months and uh, talk more about business development. Thank you for Sounds being here great. today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. For more information about our recruiting services for international law firms, visit our website at attorneysearchgroup.com. To inquire about having Scott speak at your next convention, conference, sales meeting, or executive retreat, visit therainmakingpodcast.com. Rainmaking Podcast.